Hello, my friends. I'm Paul White, and it's the Deeper Daily Podcast. Thanks for joining me on this ninth day of October. Hope that you're having a fantastic day. Let's jump into our text today. We're in the early stages of our journey into the Gospel of Luke. I encourage you to dive in, grab a copy of the Bible, and and spend some time over the next few days with this wonderful gospel. Luke, the uh, the the physician, uh, we're going to call him that. I told you a few days ago, that's that's what we believe he is. We don't know all about background, and uh, we don't have the past the way we would love to, but we do know what we see in the text, and what we see in the text is a man who writes with the compassion and the warmth of your family physician. He probably has the most careful documentation of the humanity of Jesus, the humanity of the one called the Son of Man. He takes Jesus fully. He takes Jesus chronologically through his ancestry, his birth, his early life, his early ministry, his latter ministry. Um, and, And... he gives us the clearest look at discipleship all the way through. This is uh, quite a complete and interesting picture of the Lord Jesus. And one of the things that he does better than any gospel writer is give backdrop on John the Baptist. For Luke, he saw this as a necessary telling so that his audience could understand the story of Jesus. And I think you'll see why. Let's start with the verse that we didn't read yesterday, verse 15 of Luke 1. This is the angel talking to Zacharias about the son that he's going to have, and they're going to name him John. He will be great in the sight of the Lord and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink. He will also be filled with the Holy Spirit, even from his mother's womb. This drink neither wine nor strong drink was a a lifestyle that was often picked up by those who were setting themselves apart for special service. The priesthood could drink wine and strong drink, but they couldn't drink it when they were to serve inside of the temple. In the Old Testament, there was a group of people in Israel called Nazarites, and a Nazarite was someone who took a vow from birth, usually it was a vow placed upon them by their parents, and that vow was that they would never put a razor to their head and they would never drink wine or anything that comes from the grape. This was a sort of a old covenant form of asceticism to purge certain things from your life and to have a physical characteristic that that, that characteristic of an adult who's never cut their hair. Can you imagine what that looks like? Um, we get an example of this in Samson. There's a character who was a Nazarite. That's a Nazarite vow. Don't confuse Nazarite with Nazarene. Uh, Nazarene is from the village of Nazareth. Jesus is a Nazarene. He's not a Nazarite. And we don't actually know if John the Baptist was a Nazarite. We just know that He didn't drink wine nor strong drink, and that is a feature of the Nazarite vow. We don't have any other reason to call him a Nazarite throughout his life. But there's something that happens in the end of 15 that never happens again in the New Testament. 
He will also be filled with the Holy Spirit even from his mother's womb. Now, we can make this assumption about Jesus as well, but we don't get this prophecy of any other human in the New Testament. So it's pretty fascinating that John the Baptist is chosen to be filled with the Spirit from his mother's womb. Now, I told you a moment ago, Luke is taking great pains to set up the story of John the Baptist in relation to the story of Jesus. And here, in my opinion, is one of the places in the next couple of verses where that becomes obvious. And he will turn many of the children of Israel to the Lord, many of the children of Israel to the Lord their God. He will also go before him, him, interesting word there. The angel doesn't say who, but him. So this is Zacharias's way of knowing, don't be confused. Your son's not the one, but your son's important. He'll go before him in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. So Elijah was the apex prophet of the Old Testament. It didn't get higher in Hebrew in the Hebrew mind when it comes to the, the role of the prophet than Elijah. The, there were two real figureheads in the Hebrew ideology of men of God. Moses, the giver of the law, and Elijah, the giver of God's word, the prophetic. Jesus will come greater than Moses in that Moses gives the law, but grace and truth comes by Christ. John comes as Elijah setting the reader up for Jesus to be whoever comes after Elijah. And if you've read the Elijah story, you know that who comes after Elijah is Elisha. And the Old Testament is full of the prophetic being that Elijah must come before the great day of the Lord. So by prophesying that John the Baptist would come in the spirit and power of Elijah, the angel is prophesying that we are coming up upon the great and terrible day of the Lord, that we are coming up upon the arrival of God on the earth. Now, they saw this in messianic terms most likely to mean they were going to be delivered militarily. But however they saw it, what we know is that Jesus follows John the Baptist in much the way Elisha follows Elijah. The spirit and power of Elijah is harsh and rough, and so is John the Baptist characterized by how he dresses and what he eats, characterized by how he preaches, the demands he makes on his audience and the accusatory demands he makes in his lifetime and actually gets him killed. Jesus comes as Elisha, not in the spirit and power of Elijah, but John's role is important. It brings the disobedient to the wisdom of the just. It makes ready a people prepared for the Lord. So Elijah has a role in preparing people for what's next. And John the Baptist had a role in preparing people for what's next. But we don't go back to the spirit and power of Elijah now because the fulfillment of the Elijah prophecy has already come. That would be a step backward. Uh, we will pick up Zacharias talking back to the angel. And by talking back, I don't mean negative. We'll see it tomorrow. God bless.